Welcome to Love Bites. Love Bites. Love Bites. By Dr. Tara, your destination for sexual wellness and mindful relationship advice. Hope you're having an orgasmic day. Female sexual wellness is more than just bubble bath and spa days. This is why I recommend supplements from Giddy Health. Giddy has libido-boosting supplement for women that contains powerful ingredients like ashwagandha and ginseng, which taken over time has shown to improve libido, mood, and sexual functioning. Visit GiddyHealth.com, that's G-I-D-D-Y Health.com, and use code GIDDY10 for 10% off. Supplements are sexy. Imagine being a part of an audio chat room focusing on sexual exploration. Which room would you pick? How to increase your sex drive? A chat with a professional dom? or most common fantasies with a sex coach. Well, you can actually do that now on Moan. My guest today is Caleb Jones, who is the founder and CEO of the Moan app, the community app for convos on sex and relationships. Moan brings together expert-led chats and community-driven discussions to reduce the shame and stigma around the topic of sex. A proud member of the LGBTQ plus community, Caleb is passionate about moving purpose-driven, impact-driven conversations around sexuality forward. I'd say we have the same goal. Hi, Caleb. Hi, Dr. Tara. So lovely having you here. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm so glad we finally got a chance to get together and chat about this stuff. Yeah, I've been following Moan for a long time. I've actually hosted a couple of chats and I really like Moan. Well, I guess then my first question is, out of all the things you can start, you know, as an entrepreneur, you started an app for people to talk about sex. Why? <laughs> well, one, it was needed. But that journey, my journey to starting Moan, it's, it's kind of interesting. So I'll kind of walk you through that to kind of show you how I got here. So you know, my background's in marketing and media. Um, I was a former director of audience development at one of the largest entertainment news trades in the U.S. out in Los Angeles. So there I ran a department where, you know, we we launched new projects, we launched new platforms, we, we grew audiences, we we monetized, et cetera. So a lot of my job was, was already doing this, but for the entertainment space. But then I was brought in as a CMO for a sexual health and wellness company here in Austin, Texas. So I moved from LA to Austin. Um, and there, um, you know, we work with every type of expert imaginable to make the conversation of sex palatable for everyday Americans to sell this product that we were selling. And while chatting with all these experts, there was a common thread. And that thread was that we need to be talking about sex more, but we're not. And so this light bulb kind of went off in my head, like, okay, well, if we need to be doing it, the static content's not really going to do what, we, what I really want to do in the space. And so we launched Moan, which is the safe and inclusive place to talk about sex. So again, it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't and always a dream to talk about sex all day, although it's, it, it certainly is a dream. <laughs> <laughs> it's my but, dream. <laughs> honestly, it, well, you know, I, yeah, I came from a very sex positive family and a very sex positive upbringing. So it's, it wasn't foreign to me, you know, but for me, you know, I was, I just always liked the media space. And I know the power in media as well. You know, media mm -hmm. can shift culture. A lot of that kind of aligns with our goals at Moan too, which is, you know, a safe and inclusive place to talk about sex. But like, what if we can also move this conversation forward in a positive way globally? 
right? What if we had this yeah. resource and a community for people from all around the globe to be able to you know, kind of uh, step into and connect with others of similar lifestyles or different lifestyles and you know, share perspectives and knowledge in a really fun, engaging and positive way. And nothing like that existed. And it's like, well, we should build this and do it our way, right? So it's like experts, yes, amazing. And then like community, yes, amazing, you know, but also to entertainment as well. And so we yeah. wanted to pull all that together. So yeah, that, that journey though really came from my background, you know, one being a queer man already in the conversation my entire life, you know, trying uh-huh. to figure out what's going what's going on up here. You know, like why do I like men? And so I've always been the conversation of sex, whether it was internal dialogue or, you know, or external. But, you know, again, that that journey was really kind of all over the map from media and knowing the power of media and entertainment. And then I got the sexual health and wellness. And I was like, well, how do I merge these two? And this just seemed like the perfect opportunity to do that, but also make an impact. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. The media has so much, so much impact on people's lives. As much as people don't want to admit, we do have free will, but at the same time, we are also fed with information and exposure to different ideas. And I think it's so important that new media are focusing on the right things, things like sex positivity, for example, because there have been so much sex negativity in mass media and a lot of like misguided beliefs are being portrayed. So I'm really glad that this is like an inclusive place to talk about sex. Now, you had mentioned global there are like countries where talking about sex sex is impossible so this is such a great space to get exposure to other ideas around the world so what are the top three countries well top three countries right now are the u.s uk and germany but we also have users from the middle east which is really interesting um because you know you were saying that you know it's illegal to talk and, and like dangerous also to talk about you know these topics and so i feel really like honored that these, you know, members of the community are joining and sharing their thoughts, sharing their perspectives and their own lived experiences in their own country. We had one user come on who, you know, shared this lifestyle they're living, kind of this cuckolding lifestyle. And it was the first time he's ever said it out loud. And he's in Egypt. And he's like, you know, this can actually get me in a lot of trouble because of, oh. you know, what we're doing. And, and so their partnership or the relationship dynamic they created was on the inside, it was cuckolding holding and whatnot, but on the outside, it was portrayed as a roommate. And they're like, you know, we're terrified of the lifestyle we're living because it's so dangerous to do what we're doing here. And so this is the first time I've actually talked to anyone outside our, our little collective about this. And so you, you start to hear things like that. And it's really powerful. And that's that was the point of Moan. Again, like we, we wanted to have this inclusive space to have fun and chat and share ideas, but we can also make an impact. And that's what I'm seeing happening globally. You know, like yeah. we're still so small and just getting started. But you already see this impact happening, like people's eyes. You can hear it in their voice the first time they say something, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. It's I bet a lot of people voice. are like really shy about talking about <laughs> sex. And I think making it like audio and you don't have to show your face can really allow for people to like really share their stories or their deep you know, desires about something. So is it anonymous or do you have to like submit your ID? I mean, I have my own account. I just want you to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, no, of course. So in terms of privacy, that was something we built. That, that was something that was of utmost importance from the beginning. Uh, we worked with a number of community members from different communities. Because also when you think about the conversation of sex and those are those who are having generally, you know, publicly are oftentimes marginalized communities, you know, mm-hmm. from female creators. I'm sure you've probably experienced your own <laughs> your own fair share of harassment mm-hmm. from, you know, people online. And, you know, so we talked to different creator groups and different 
just different different communities and they all said that safety is utmost importance. So how do we achieve that? And here's where the other platforms they were using were failing them. And so I go, how do we build that into this upfront? And so the way that Mullen works is that we don't fetch your contacts nor do we fetch your socials, unlike a lot of the other platforms. So you can sign up anonymously, but also we, you can, uh, we don't require a photo either. And then we take that a step further as well to where you can go into privacy mode. So you can join completely anonymously, but even in your anonymous profile, you know, you're still going to probably, if you're using the platform as intended, you're probably going to create some type of community here as well who know you by this, who know you by this ID, right? So yeah. by this like anonymous profile. So yeah. even though you're anonymous, you're still creating community around this anonymous profile. So we want to take that a step further as well and allow users to go into privacy mode. And privacy mode allows users to hop into rooms, but there are limitations of what they can do. But basically, they can hop into live rooms. And within live rooms, they just show up as an icon that says private user. You can't click on the profile. You can't get information about them. But you can't speak on the mic, nor can you use the chat box or request the mic. So there are limitations to protect the community. However, we wanted to make sure that it was possible for anyone and everyone including myself, to be able to join different mm -hmm. rooms that may be of interest to them and not necessarily out themselves. As someone who's a gay man, being outed is awful and I've been outed, right? And mm -hmm. so to be outed about any, to be about outed about anything, you know, it's bad. And yeah. so we wanted to make sure that was like something that was a priority for us to allow one, again, not to fetch your contacts, not to fetch your socials, but also to give experts, but also just everyone else the opportunity to listen in without changing the dynamic of the conversation or of the room because you enter it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because like if I was like Michelle Obama and I'm listening in, <laughs> might want to be private. Um, you never know what they're listening in. Yeah. It's a cold thing, maybe, you know. But um, so you said if you if you register as private, you can't get on the mic. Right. Or you can't. Correct. You can't. Right. And that's to limit like trolls and creeps. Exactly. So you, you can register as an anonymous user, of course, and you can join and you can start a room, etc. However, if you're in private mode, um, you can't have access to the full suite of tools and features. You can only listen in and browse the app, but you can't. And you can toggle that on, or off, on and off right. um, as you choose. But we wanted to prevent situations where, you know, users were in private mode um, and getting on the mic and there was no way to kind of identify who they were. And, you know, and so yeah. it, was, it, was a, it was a way for us to limit, uh, limit exposure to the community in that way. That's so great because my number one concern would be I'm afraid of like trolls. You know, every time I'm on live, like let's say on TikTok, right? Like TikTok live, I have like 10,000 listeners. The chat is popping. And sometimes it's some things that I don't read out loud because it's unacceptable and it's very demeaning for me. So it feels safe, safer that if someone gets on moan as an anonymous person in private, they don't get to like speak on mic. I feel like it would invite a lot of these people. So yeah, and, and with that too, um, you know, what, what we've said early on, uh, one, it had to be a safe place, but because we are a focused community and, and, and an inclusive community, it, it creates this safe space, right? And we don't, you don't have to compete with all the other conversations happening. So for instance, if you walk into a party, right? They have the people talking about crypto here, the right. people talking about uh, you know politics here, people talking about right-wing politics here, and then sex over here. If you talk about sex over here, they're like, what are you doing? And, you know, but we built an entire party around this. So when you enter it, you know what you're getting into, you know the conversation that we had, but also on the onboarding screen, before you even enter into the app, you have to agree to our terms and conditions and also our community guidelines, which are very, very clear. And so that states no harassment, no racism, no homophobia, transphobia, uh, bigotry of any kind tolerated whatsoever. There's a zero tolerance policy. So we boot users uh, if that happens. Thankfully, 
we've only had to boot two users. Nice. <laughs> uh, so, like, yeah. someone reported them. Yeah, so you can flag users, and you can flag rooms, and you can flag content as well. So you can flag everything on the app, basically. Uh-huh. And again, we have, and we work with so many featured users as well. Um, yourself included was one of earlier featured users. Thanks for joining early. <laughs> you know, we have, I think, right now, around two hundred featured users, and so there's usually one of them kind of joining a chat or hosting a chat and kind of seeing what's happening. And if and if something goes off the rails, they can report it. But that never happens. Um, and we have a whole a whole roadmap planned out how to address that at scale, which we're getting ready yeah. to do. So I can't talk about it too much right now, but there's a lot we have in place in order to kind of move this forward at scale and keep it safe as intended. Wow, exciting times. And yes. honestly, thinking about like different rooms, right? Like I find them really interesting because I, I see some topics that I'm like, even as, you know, a sex positive person, I don't think that I've ever talked about this topic before. <laughs> So it actually expands my horizon and I can see how it expands other people's horizons. So what has been like, let's say your top three favorite or most memorable chats? Let's talk about them. Uh, yeah, so we've hosted over, I think, 3,500 chats so far. <laughs> yeah, and we're just getting started. Yeah, and I'm like, tell getting... me the 0.001%. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Because we partnered with one of our creators early on, who's incredible. Her name is Venus Cuckoldress. Um, She's one of the top 1% of podcasters. We partnered with her early on to, one, create content, but also to kind of give feedback on the community. And the conversations that she leads, she does it in such an... They're just expertly led, really. She does it in a way that's like palatable, also understandable, but also relatable. And so she talks about cuckolding, but not cuckolding through necessarily a fetish-style lifestyle perspective but more from a loving she always says loving cuckolding relationships and that's what she's fostering and she's building community around that and to be completely honest before starting moan i didn't really know what cuckolding was i mean i know what it is but it's something that wasn't really part of my vernacular or my lifestyle you know it's like oh that's a shakespearean word i believe <laughs> it's kind of it's something that was you know but no there's a, a community and a lifestyle built around that was one of the most eye-opening things because then not only do you get to hear from people who are living it a completely different lifestyle than i am but they're doing it in a way they're talking about it in a way that's respectable and like and like you can understand you can also ask questions right in real time yeah. you don't have to drop it on a forum you can ask questions and then you also get to hear from the people who are on the other side of it so like you hear have a cuck holdress and you have their cuck and they're talking about <laughs> they, also, they also bring on their bulls which is like a whole other part of it uh-huh. anyway, so the cuck the holding chats have been one of the most eye-opening chats i've um I, i've been a part of and they happen regularly on there so i i'm just so thrilled that they I found a place on Moan and they feel safe talking about this because it is one of those like, taboo topics. Like even uh-huh. the whole lifestyle spectrum and BDSM spectrum, cuckolding is still one of those. It's like still shrouded in shame for whatever reason. Um, anyway, so they have a place here. So the cuckolding chats, definitely. Another one was a pride chat. We had we had a user who actually came out for the first time as bisexual. Another user who came out as gay for wow. the first time. The first time actually saying it. And I know personally, like the power of your voice. I mean, you can write stuff down all the time, you know, and, and journal when I really think those are very important, critical things to do. But, you know, saying something out loud for the first time, there's really no take backs, you know, saying I'm gay. Yeah. It's like that, that's, that's sometimes a lot of the first steps to actually accepting, at least I feel within the gay community. It's like once you mm-hmm. say it out loud, it's real. Mm-hmm. And so these users are feeling safe to come on and come out for the first time. That's huge. Mm-hmm. Like that is so that's monumental for me that, yeah. that that we foster that type of community where people can talk and find support and ask questions and also talk about these these things. And the third chat, 
I don't really remember the topic, but we had a self-proclaimed incel who came okay. and joined, joined a, started a room. And it was, I'm looking for a girlfriend. I need sex. That was the title of the chat. And boy, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> looking for a girlfriend, uh, need sex. Yeah, exactly. Love it. Boy, clear, oh thesis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, clear thesis. Clear thesis. We know what we're, we're in for. But then we had so many amazing female members jump in there. One was a mistress, one, you know, BDSM mistress. One was uh, polyamorous, bisexual, uh, BIPOC. Another one was, it was just, it was such a diverse mix of, of women who were part of this community uh, jumped in there. And they, they really helped reform a lot of his negative beliefs around sex and sexuality, but also the relationships uh, between men and women and, and kind of like, women's roles so you had these this really interesting like introspective look you, you could actually hear the reformed thoughts it was just a really interesting moment to be part of the community especially so early on to have someone who came in here with negative beliefs have them reformed in real time by different members of the community that we've built who are doing it in a way that's also not attacking but educating right. them and giving them it was just powerful so yeah those are the three tough clothing coming out and Incels. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. That was an idea reel right there. <laughs> Just you saying that. <laughs> Welcome to Moan. Stuck holding. <laughs> Coming out. And incels. <laughs> Everybody's welcome. <laughs> uh, interesting. What in your, uh, I guess, in your understanding, what's an incel? Involuntarily celibate. So generally a person who is, you know, wanting to date and meet women, but, uh, or meet someone to, you know, have sex with, but they're unable to do so for whatever type of, you know, reasons that exist. Mm. Um, so yeah, involuntarily celibate. Does that make, is that, that, is that your definition? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that person came on moon and, you know, was uh, surrounded by informed sex positive individuals that educated him. And instead of attacking, I've always been, an advocate for a dialogue with people that are different from me and instead of attacking because I don't think attacking has worked on anyone ever no. in history <laughs> I feel like when you get attacked you hate that other group even more so yeah. for me like the internet is such a scary space where people are constantly being attacked for their perhaps, you know, misguided beliefs, shitty beliefs, and all that. But at the same time, I don't think any attack has ever changed a person's mind. I think no. educating and, and being the example of that, you know, the kinder, more open-minded, more loving community is such a better way to to gauge, um, I mean, to engage with people that are different from you that are perhaps sex negative. I've, I've experienced a lot of sex negative people and my method or approach has always been open-mindedness, listening, empathy, and education. And of course, being funny. That's yeah. my really main, uh, being unapologetic and funny is kind of my main way of helping people become more and more sex positive and accepting and tolerant of others. No, I, I love your approach to it as well. And so many of the, the community members as well. That's kind of the approach we take. And that's the approach I take as well. Like we tell them, listen, this is a place for learning and education, but it's not a classroom. You can drop an F-bomb if you need to. You can right. say these things, you know, you don't have to use the clinical definition of things. If it's, you know, if you don't know it, it's fine. As long as it's coming from a place of being sex positive, not sex negative. You know, and I think that's, that's a lot of the conversations we have or, you know, even if there are disagreements or if there are misunderstandings or if there are, you know, people who come or individuals who come into the uh, the community who who are still not sure what the community is about, they get 
they get informed pretty quickly, but in a very like nice informed way by the other members of the community because they also value having a place like this. We get a lot of users coming from Twitter who are like, Twitter's just so toxic. You know, it's too toxic. We still want to be able to connect with our community. We still want to have a safe place to, you know, to talk about these things. And Twitter's just not that space anymore. So we're getting a lot of users to come over um, who are seeing that. And Oh, that's think, good. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have I a think room just, that's like along the line of like conservatives talking about sex? I would love that. So we don't have because right? I, I mean it's it's a space for everyone and I think you know we haven't had we haven't had like one of the, one of the kind of like it's not an official not an official guideline but it's kind of like no politics right like mm. because one of the things that commonly bond us is sex but unfortunately as you know unfortunately it's it's harder and harder to separate the conversation of sex and politics because they are impacting each other so much um, and butting heads and you know like. Again, like that. Thankfully, we haven't had too many heated discussions. However, right after Roe was overturned, there was an incredible room that popped up, mm-hmm. and it was run by run by a number of women uh, who've been part of the community for a while. And they fired up a chat. There's like fifty or sixty people in there, just you know, offering support, sharing resources, talking about how they're feeling. It was it was just it was a really it wasn't even a rage room. It was like a room where the like, users were coming mm-hmm. together and like, you know, yes, the conversation of bodies came a bit because how can it not, you know, they just stripped the rights away. Uh, and so of course that was there, but you know, it was a lot of, a lot of, again, still this whole sex positive lens and how can we support each other? How can we help each other? How can we do, you know, what else can we do? Basically. I was so happy that Mona existed in that moment as well, because you, know, you get to see so many important conversations happening, but especially at a time like this, where there are, when something so monumental happens um, that's affecting so many people in such a negative way to have a positive impact. Mm-hmm. It was so great. Ooh, I have a hard question for you. So is Moon just for sex positive people to talk about similar values or is it for everybody? We said it's for everyone as long as you're coming at it for through the lens of sex positivity. This okay. is not a place for shame. This is not a place for intolerance. This is not a place for any of that. This is, Moon is a place for you to come. You can ask questions you know, respectfully. And yeah, so we, we, we've also realized this too. I think you can understand, you know, that conversations that happen in silos don't move the needle. Right. So if you're in an echo chamber. That, yeah, exactly. Chamber, That's like the purpose of my question is, do you think yeah. it's like just everyone who's the same talking about the same stuff? Or are you trying to also pull in the people who are on the outside of this room and, you know, hey, come join our room. It's a lot more fun and pleasurable. <laughs> you know, I don't say we're, I wouldn't say we're necessarily reaching out to specific communities in that way, but we are saying it's open as long as you mind the guidelines and kind of read the room um, and you bring positivity with you, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, we can see, we don't have to see eye to eye on everything, but in terms of the conversation at hand, as long as you're not doing harm and you're being positive and you're asking questions in a way that's respectful and can move the conversation forward, great, you know? So uh, early on too, I mean, like there was early discussions in Mon about, you know, again, as being a queer founder, should we just make this a gay app? Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, no, because if we really want to move the needle forward, we need to bring all communities together to learn from each other, right? So, I mean, and and doing so, I mean, just in the gay community alone, there are so many issues that happen within the gay community, mm-hmm. the queer community that people outside the community don't have any idea about. You know, there's mm-hmm. racism, there's homo, there's even internalized homophobia, there's transphobia, mm-hmm. there's racism, racism, bigotry, body shame, all this stuff that happens just within the gay community that, you know, we're supposed to be the most tolerant community, yet there's all this happening. And so what I wanted to do is like, let's, let's, let's include our community. Let's include so many others though too. Cause if these issues are happening just within our own community, imagine 
all the other issues that are happening in all the other communities around sex, identity, relationships that we're not talking about. And so if we stay in our own silos, we're not really moving it forward. I don't think, you know, Mm -hmm. like we're just going to stay, you know, and yes, we can fix some issues here and there, but I think greater, the greater impact comes from expanding that um, and opening up to everyone to share, share issues. Mm -hmm. Cause I mean, cause if if you look just outside the queer community as well, the LGBTQIA plus community, I mean, we had one chat that was, it was by one of our creators. He's, he's a POC black man, uh, incredible, incredible guy. He's been with us for quite some time. He started a chat and there was another black man who's part of the queer community. So he's straight, he's gay. And it was the conversation they were having was one that we probably would be privy to um, because they were, they were saying, listen, there's homophobia that exists within the black community and we need to do better by that. And how do we do better by that? And there was these two black men that they're talking about, you know, how we can support each other and the issues that he's, the, the issues and struggles that he's going through as a black gay man. Mm-hmm. And then the issues that this you know, straight black man had no idea about. And the way they treat each other. And so these are the conversations that are happening as well that are really powerful that mm-hmm. wouldn't happen if we only kept it within our own community. Right. And so it's so important that if we can expand that conversation or, you know, open that conversation to everyone, the, that's when we can really see, honestly, some fucking magic happen. It's really great. Yeah. And we can really, we can do really great things. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You know, talking about impactful chats, recently I was just like looking at TikTok and this creator came up and I don't remember his name so so sorry without the credit uh but he does these like lives TikTok lives where he says debate me and he will invite people on there and usually it's very controversial topics so like prove prove to me God exists or you know body count matters prove to me otherwise or you know polyamory is immoral or moral or whatever and prove me otherwise or something like that and he sometimes will share his personal beliefs sometimes doesn't and just kind of debate based on like devil's advocate just to get people like talking and I see them being very well attended I'd love to see him on moon talking about like sex stuff that's very controversial and have people come on and debate because I think these conversations are very necessary like you know conversations that are against the current yeah are necessary like help with critical thinking and help people kind of become authentically sex positive yeah i love that too and uh, some of the things we're doing now uh, moving forward is we're we're looking to do a lot more like programming and and premium content so working with creators like that who you know want to host shows here and finding ways to do that so there's a lot of stuff coming up in q1 of 2023 that's really interesting um that's kind of going along those lines of you know bringing in other creators and other perspectives here to moan, um, as well as keeping the conversations going that are existing now, which are amazing. Because again, we look at it in like three ways. Experts, their chats are amazing. The value they bring mm-hmm. is incredible. The community, we're nothing without our community. The community is what makes moan moan. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I guess it makes moan. <laughs> it's what makes moan moan. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> but then we also have the creator side, right? To where they're, they're not experts. They're also part of the community, but they're also just there are creators in this space where they like to talk about relationships and sex and yeah. fun things like that. So we, there's a space for all three of them to live together um, on own and, and interact with each other. That's the direction we're, we're, we're going to bring forward. I mean, we we started out very early with just community and we brought in our experts. Now we have those working really nicely together. All right, now let's bring in some creators who are yeah. not experts, but they're talking about relationships on, you know, they're on their podcasts or doing all these fun things and having fun conversations around like, you know, Past sexual exploits and things like right, that, right? right? So it's gonna like fun, entertaining conversations, not just you know, um, yeah. they're enthusiasts. not just topics to learn. Yeah, enthusiasts, yeah. exactly. Yeah, love yeah, that's, that. That's, that's gonna be a lot of fun. 
Okay, talking about Moon and you know these different chat rooms, and I love that you share you shared your memorable chats. Now, I'm, I would be interested in learning like what are people like in the community currently super interested in. So, what topics have been like really well attended for the last year? I mean, there's there's a number of things. I'd say again, early on, we partnered with this podcast and creator Venus, and she's incredible. Like you. You should chat with her at some point if you can. Yeah. She's incredible. And it's about uh, she has a huge, It's about cuckolding. Yeah. It's called Venus Cuckoldress Podcast. And she's been doing it for a couple of years. She's in the top 1% of podcasts. She's incredible. Um, but because whenever we talked to her early on, she's like, yes, I'm so tired of Twitter. I'm so tired of Discord. I want to find a way to connect with my community in a way. And so she came on. And when she came on, she brought with her so many of her fans and followers. There are people who like literally like... <laughs> who, who, who love, love Venus, which is great. And I understand why. She's incredible. When Venus came on, she brought on a lot of her cuckolding community from cuckoldresses to poly to whatever. And so a lot of lifestyle people. Um, so a lot of the conversations that are very well attended have been through, you know, around that lens because she's kind of probably has the biggest following there mm-hmm. on the app. And then there have been a lot of poly chats. And then, you know, there's also been like, the, what, what's really well attended right now is this other chat, the series we've rolled out. It's called like the Toy Box Bees. And one of our creators, Mistress K, she comes on and she, every, every two weeks, she reviews the toy that she's used and talks about it, reviews it, how to use it, how they used it, answers questions about it. But she comes at it from a lens of, you know, being a mistress in BDSM and whatnot. Yeah. So it's really interesting. So again, it's the, the most well attended chats oftentimes are those that are led by like, you know, females. And, and, and I think that's interesting because men aren't talking about sex we need to right we need right. to talk about sex <laughs> and we have an app to do it and there are a lot of men uh, who, are, who are talking about sex but you know um majority of the chats right now or rooms are popping up they're very popular those who are led by our creators it's really cool i have a, an anonymous friend who loves talking about being a conservative and sex positive i think it would be a very fruitful conversation <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. yes yes so the most well-attended ones are cuckolding one and poly one and um to- sex tour reviews <laughs> yes and then we and then we also have actually there's one user she's incredible her name is mona lisa she is an audio erotica artist Ooh. and she cut co- she comes on and does live demos sometimes and oh. so her chats are usually very well attended and she does a little more sporadically um but when she does she usually schedules it out like a couple a couple of weeks in advance so she has one coming up called ramble Pop. <laughs> what is that about? Uh, I didn't. I didn't know what this is about, but apparently it's a it's a whole thing. And Ramble Fap is um, where you masturbate or use a toy, but you try to keep a conversation going at the same time. Oh. And so she, <laughs> and so she gets on the app, and as you know, it's audio only. So she invites users up, and then she has conversations with them while she's using a toy, <laughs> like a vibrator, I and you can hear that. it. Yeah. Okay, and I so feel like if I start on. doing that, it will be uh, it will be pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so she comes on and, and she, 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 again she's a uh, she's an erotic uh, erotic audio artist and she's incredible she's uh she came over from actually uh she came over from stereo because she was like i'm getting banned on stereo app all the time because i'm doing mm-hmm. these chats stereo, and she's also, like kind of like clubhouse yeah but also okay. again it's every conversation it's kind of a mess i mean for mm-hmm. us again our our focus our differentiator is that we're positive <laughs> and also that we are focused on sex and relationships right, right. like and and to expand on that though quickly, you know, we when we initially started talking about you know Mon being a place to talk about sex, we're like, oh, it's just like phone sex. I'm like, no, not at all. I mean, that exists, that happens on occasion, you know. Yeah. But but we look at how sex touches every part of our life, 
right? Sex yeah. is at the core of what mom, like that's where we, that's where we're different. We talk about sex, but sex touches every part of our life. So relationships, finances, sexual health, mental health, physical health, all these different areas, relationships, communication, it comes back. And so we're bringing all those conversations into mom, right? So mm-hmm. not just NSFW conversations, we're bringing conversations about communication styles, about relationship dynamics, about physical health, mental health, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, we we don't believe i think you know on the lts summit that you were uh, our keynote on um you know that's something we talked about like, we launched it on world mental health day intentionally because we don't believe you can talk about sexual health about mental health and vice versa um you can't separate the two um and so again that's how we kind of broaden the conversation is saying sex is at the core when you expand out and see all the ways in which sex touches our lives every single day the conversation's endless and we need to have a place to talk about that Lovely. Sexual health is a part of mental health and vice versa. Mm-hmm. It's like absolutely, yeah, 100%. Yeah, so that's Love been that. a big focus to, to ensure that to ensure that that is how we kind of guide things that again, it's it's our mission is clear. It's a safe and inclusive place to talk about sex. But the impact that, that can have is again, this, this global impact and that touches all these other parts of our life. And if we can yeah. do that, then then we've done our job. Right. Oh, love it. This is a, such an amazing conversation. I I would say like, I love you and I love Moan even more now, like learning more about its journey. Um, I really want to, you know, encourage my listeners to get on Moan and find a chat where you find something interesting. Just get on it and listen. You know, you like I like uh, Kale said, you can even be private and anonymous uh, if you would like and it's such a good way to start exploring sex positivity and just like other things like sexual exploration <laughs> you know <laughs> what to the yeah you know i was um i was i was just recently in men's health uh, talking about this and one of the things that we were talking about was that i've even learned about my own sexual identity which was so empowering from this app mm-hmm. so I've always kind of, you know, I was, I, my, my, my sexual identity has gone from, you know, straight closet, straight then closeted to bi, to gay, to bi, whatever, right? Um, I'm a gay man. And that's how I started presenting myself as a gay man. And I'm very happy and proud of that. But there was always something, you know, even my current partner and I, we've said, you know, just because we're gay and we're dating each other romantically, we also don't want to like say we're never going to be with a woman again because that was fun. That's, 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 that's very limiting, yeah. right? And so, but, through the conversations I've had on Moan with a number of our users now, one of them said, so I know I, I have it. And I thought they're like, you're homoromantic, but sexually fluid. And I've oh. never had anyone say that to me before. And they kind of explain it to me in that way. I was like, my, I got had like, like, what? Oh shit. Like the world's <laughs> open again. You know? Like, like, wow. I, I learned so much about myself, even my own self, my own identity, my own sexuality. I, 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 I've benefited from this app. And that was, again, if, Again, it, it's such a it's such an interesting place to come and explore and meet community, but also it's a place to grow. And that's myself again, even getting more an even better understanding of myself, but also of so many other things that are out there that are possible. You know, like again, even if it's not something you're into, knowing it's possible and it exists makes life so much more fun. Yes. <laughs> you know? oh, like, yeah. I'm a supporter. I I think the next one I will attend and I saw it recently is um the Buddhism and BDSM one and be really interested um, in as a Buddhist myself. Yeah, Lei is uh Lee is amazing. Uh they are a tenured professor at 12, uh in philosophy, and they are 
they have so many titles. And this is what's funny because when I was talking to Lee about that on the chat, I was like, Lee, I don't know how to introduce you because you have so many titles. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, 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 and honestly, they're amazing. So uh, they have another chat coming up too. Um, they're starting to do a series on Moan now called Q and AA. And it's queer. Oh, shit. They're going to kill me. I can't remember the title. <laughs> it's about being. That's Weird okay. You have 3,500 yeah. chats. I think everybody yeah, understands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I love the series they're doing. It's around yeah, being queer and uh, asexual and also, um, yeah, anyways, check it out. Yes, yes I will. We will, right? Love Bites fam. Yeah, yeah. Well, before we go into my last segment, which is the game with me, any last words? I would say I would love for everyone listening to come check out Moan and come curious and kind and come to learn and share and explore because it really is so much about the community. Um, we have the platform and Moan's nothing about the people and those who make up the community. So step into this really incredible community, join it and come chat and have fun. Love it. I will have the link in today's episode description. So y'all, my Love Bites fam, you can go check it out. All right. So my game to end this chat is called Hot or Not with Dr. Tara. I'm going to give you a word and you just give me a response back. Hot or not? Are you ready? Ready. All right. Number one, role play. Hot. Number two, BDSM. Hot. Number three, alpha males. Hot. <laughs> Number four, ball gag. Hot. Number five, consensual non-consent. Can be hot. Number six, taint massage. <laughs> never had one, but hot, yes. <laughs> You've never had it? Never had one, no. Wow. I'm putting okay. it on my list. I'm putting gotta, it on my list. got to brief your partner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Number seven, golden showers. Not. Number eight, <laughs> along the line, scat play. <laughs> Not. <laughs> number nine, blowjobs. Hot. And number 10, talking about sex. So hot. Love it. <laughs> Woo what an amazing conversation. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much, Dr. Tara. It's been such a wonderful time chatting with you, but also just getting to know you as well, not only through this chat, but also over the last year that we've been in contact. I'm so thrilled about everything you're doing, Jen. Yeah, thank yes. you. Yeah, and catch me more on Moan later. <laughs> My Love Bites fam, thank you so much for listening to the episode till the end of the episode because you know how important that is. Other than that, per usual, have an orgasmic day. I'm all about being sexual and in the moment. This is why I orgasmically recommend the Pulse Warming System. Pulse dispenses warm lube with just a swipe of your hand so you could get right back to action, which my partner and I really love. So toss that sticky lube bottle and get the Pulse Warming System today. Check out the link and discount code in this episode's description and have an orgasmic play. Thanks for listening. This was, this was Love Bites. Love Bites. By Dr. Tara. Follow Dr. Tara on social media at lovebites.co. Have an orgasmic day.